Jan Swift, and you're listening to Discover Lafayette, a podcast dedicated to the people and rich culture of Lafayette, the gateway to South Louisiana. We taped Discover Lafayette with the support of Raider, a managed IT service provider that offers world-class service, including cybersecurity, communications, and technology support. With Raider, you have just one vendor and one number to call, allowing you to concentrate on what is most important, your business. For more information, visit RaiderSolutions.com. Our guest today is Mike Tarantino, President and CEO of the Iberia Industrial Development Foundation. Jason Sikora of Raider is our sound engineer. 2023 has been a very busy and productive year in Iberia Parish with a number of new developments taking shape that present great potential for growth, not only in Iberia Parish, but in Acadiana. The biggest announcement recently was the news of First Solar investing $1.3 billion in a solar panel manufacturing facility at the Acadiana Regional Airport. There are several other large projects also in the works. Mike Tarantino, we're honored to have you join us and share what's going on in Iberia Parish. Thank you for for being here today. Jan, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes. So um, we did a business podcast recently with Adam Daigle. And honestly, Iberia Parish was the place, you know, for all the big news. There's a lot going on, but you've really... You've really reeled in some wonderful new uh, developments. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Acadiana is a wonderful place to be, and Iberia Parish has been very blessed over the last couple of years, especially in 2023, uh, with a lot of optimism for 2024. But, you know, the real word to get out there is Acadiana's got so much to offer, and we're just uh, proud that Iberia Parish has got a big role to play in that this year. Yeah, well, tell me about your job first. The Iberia Industrial Development Foundation, has that been an evolution it in sure, the work of that it, it sure has. Yeah, the, the, the Iberia Industrial Development Foundation is the primary facilitator of economic, industrial, and community development for Iberia Parish. That's a long way of saying that we do a lot of business recruiting, community marketing. Uh, we do um, business, small business advisory services. We're the folks that go out into the world and cast that line and try to get those uh, businesses interested in coming to our area. We also work very closely with government. We're very, mm-hmm. our Iberia Parish government and others are very close partners partners of ours. We work together to uh, build the business ecosystem. Um, how do we um, you know, better prepare our infrastructure and our mm-hmm. workforce and all of the things that go with it so that we can um, you know, handle the workforce needs of those businesses as they get interested. So we are a, a business investor-driven organization. Mm-hmm. We're a 501c6. Mm-hmm. We've got a real public-private partnership for a board. Uh, half of our board comes from the public sector, the parish president, oh. all the mayors, uh, the directors of the ports and airports, the superintendent of schools and others. And the other side of our board is made up of private business members, mm-hmm. investors who have a passion for economic development in our parish. And so it's really interesting to be at that round table. It's really the place where private business and public government can come together to discuss the plans for the future. So you say business and in- investors. Is it like a chamber where the members pay dues or do they get charged by the size of their business? Can, how does it work? We do have a, a we do have a list of investors that mm-hmm. uh, contribute to the cause and uh, are part of, um, you know, the budget and the mm-hmm. guidance of our organization. Um, we really appreciate them not only for their contribution monetarily, but also for their business guidance. Right. You know, uh, it really does take a community to uh, move economic development forward to decide and commit to the priorities that are necessary. And so we really take pride in our business mm-hmm. organization and the 
folks that have that kind of passion to be a part of it. So we do have a membership base, but we're really focused on, we have a slightly different mission than a chamber does. Uh, we're focused on professional economic development. We try to stay in that lane. Yeah, because we have LIDA here, our Lafayette Economic Development Authority, that's funded through taxes, though. Right. right. So. IDF is a little, is you know, does a lot of the same mm -hmm. um, uh, functions right. that LIDA does. It's just set up just a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of having the elected officials with you, though. Do the towns have their own chamber? Like, does New Iberia have its own Iberia chamber? Parish, uh, there are a couple of chambers. And I should know that. They do the gumbo. Absolutely. The World Championship yeah, I, I Gumbo Cook-Off. Come on down. Sorry, it's, uh, It happens every year <laughs> in October, and uh, we're so uh, pleased to be able to host that every mm -hmm. year. Uh, the Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce is the, I'll call it the main chamber for mm -hmm. the uh, for Iberia Parish. It's got representatives from all over the parish as well. Generette has a chamber of commerce as well. And uh, there are a lot of, there are other business-oriented organizations around the community. By the way, the Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce has a seat on our board as well. And so we work very closely with our chamber, very blessed to have a great partnership with them as well. And so just trying to move things forward together along with the Port of Iberia and the Acadiana Regional Airport. Yeah. It's just, a, it's, it's been a great experience and um, all part of Team Iberia. It seems like, you know, Iberia Parish has been poised for these opportunities because you have raw land, you have space. When you, I want to compare Lafayette, if you will, to Iberia. Because we, we don't have the uh, the space that, well, that you have. Right. You know, I, the, I, the I, thank land. you for saying that. Iberia Parish is, uh, you know, very blessed. We are, you know, we've got, uh, we market ourselves as an intermodal parish, a place where you can bring in raw material, mm -hmm. have them, uh, have those things finished and produced and manufactured and then shipped out to the world. Iberia Parish has a lot of great assets like the Port of Iberia port, and the, the Acadiana, airport. Yeah, Acadiana Regional yeah. Airport as well. Um, Highway 90, the future corridor of Interstate 49 <laughs> South, of course, uh, runs right through the middle of our parish. And so we've got a lot of great sites. Uh, we can see Lafayette Parish from where mm -hmm. we are. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we're a commuting region and we share a lot of workforce. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of folks from Lafayette that work in Iberia Parish and vice versa. Right. Uh, just very blessed that we um, have somewhere around 600,000 uh, in population that um, anyone can get to within 45 minutes of any site. And so I think we've got a lot of, you know, Lafayette's got a, a ton of great assets as well. Mm -hmm. The University of Louisiana at Lafayette and oh, uh, yeah. many other folks as well. And so we really complement each other in many ways. Mm -hmm. So before we get into these specific projects, can you explain like how, how you work with the elected officials and the others to attract a business in the first place. A lot of people have never worked in economic right. development. How, how does how do you go about like if you, if you want a certain type of business, how, how do you go about this? Well, you know, economic development is a team sport. It takes, um, and it's very competitive. It takes um, a, a really well honed team. Um, the private sector, the and the public sector working together hand in hand. Um, you've got to have, you got to be singing from the same sheet of music, working from the same game plan, however like those that. sayings go. And uh, you've got to be well prepared. And so, because when you put, you go out into the world and you market your community, um, in many cases, these site selectors um, or business investors and business decision makers have already done some of the research on your community as well. And so, um, having a united front and a well honed plan. Um, and commitment 
uh, to invest and to and to grow and to and to put your best foot forward is the first step toward attracting mm-hmm. uh, good business. I mentioned site selectors, and I think that that's an important thing for those that have never been part of economic development, maybe uh, to maybe know a little bit about. Site selectors are actual people. Uh, they represent firms from around the country. Uh, they're uh, employed by businesses and corporations who are looking to grow. They go to these site selection firms and say, hey, we want to grow our, our locations by three or four in the upcoming year. Um, tell us where we ought to go. And so um, to oh, economic developers, uh-huh. those are the folks you want to be in front of, those site selectors, those site selection firms who are doing the research, who are helping those good sites rise mm-hmm. to the top. And How so, do you meet them? Well, there are, there are trade shows. There uh-huh. are networking opportunities. There are associations. It's, it's really wearing out shoe leather, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, getting in front of them, having the right uh, website with the right data, you know, uh, employment information, um, you know, data about your community, you know, uh, telling them about, you know, the, the quality of your infrastructure, the status of, you know, your tax status, yeah. you know, what your tax rates are like, but it's a whole lot more. It's, uh, you know, what's, uh, what's your quality of life like? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do other businesses that have already invested in Acadiana think about doing business in Acadiana? And look, I tell you, we're very blessed. Uh, folks from Acadiana are proud to be here. Uh, we've got a lot of great Acadiana related businesses who have, who are cheerleaders for us. And mm-hmm. so it really helps us all to put our best foot forward. But you want to impress these site selectors and get them the accurate information that they need so that your community rises to the top because, uh, you know, their communities all over the country are competing for the same projects. I would think with the port and the airport, that that's just two major assets. Well, we're very blessed. Uh, the, the port is, uh, in addition to all of the improvements going on there, for instance, uh, the Acadiana Gulf of Mexico access channel, which is the main uh, canal that goes into the port of Iberia, is undergoing a deepening process that'll deepen it from 13 feet of ultimately to 20 feet in depth, which oh, is wow. a huge infrastructure yeah. improvement. It's going to help us to get uh, heavy packages yeah. in from the Gulf of Mexico. Supply uh, chain. Supply chain, <laughs> you name it. Uh, and so that really puts us on the map for uh, Gulf of Mexico uh-huh. traffic, waterborne traffic. The Acadiana Regional Airport is very blessed, an 8,002-foot runway, and that two feet matters, mm-hmm. I found out in the in the aviation business. But former Naval Air Station, surrounded by about 2,500 acres of uh, developable property. We'll talk mm-hmm. about why there might be a little less here in just a minute. But 2,500 acres of developable property surrounding this uh, military-grade runway, a great opportunity for businesses to locate, and a great asset for Acadiana. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So where would you like to begin about your good news, about what's going on? Well, we can start at the top if you'd like. I tell you, um, I I think that the biggest announcement, and so blessed to be able to do this, we worked with partners from all over the region uh, um, on the recent announcement that First Solar, mm-hmm. which is the largest solar panel, solar panel manufacturer in the Western Hemisphere, has uh, recently announced that they're going to locate uh, their newest, uh, most up-to-date Series 7 panel facility right here in Acadiana at the Acadiana Regional Airport in Iberia Parish. They're going to invest uh, $1.3 billion, that's with a B, yeah. uh, in a new facility in Iberia Parish, 2.3 million square feet to produce their latest uh, generation solar panel. Uh, These are solar panels that would be distributed uh, internationally. Um, These are solar panels that you might find on solar farms all uh, all over the country. 
And uh, they're going to be producing them right here in Iberia Parish. We're so blessed to hear that. So uh, 700 to 1,000 jobs to be created. Um, UL Lafayette, I hat my hat's off to UL Lafayette yeah. and their School of Engineering for uh, producing the, the, the right skill set, the right engineering skill set uh, that was very attractive to First Solar. They'll be uh, producing a lot of that workforce there. Um, starting salary of around $80,000 oh a year, we've really? been told. And uh, really good, salary. really really good quality jobs there. And so, in addition to the wonderful investment and the buildings and the the, the jobs, uh, we're also working very closely with First Solar on putting together a vendor and supplier network. We want to make sure that Iberia Parish and Acadiana area businesses have an opportunity to do business with First Solar as well. And so you'll see us roll that out as time goes. We're working together with One Acadiana and area chambers and other economic development organizations on putting together a real ecosystem where First Solar uh, can tap into folks that can supply First Solar and can supply the suppliers who supply First Solar, right? So um, they're going to need everything under the sun, and we want to make sure the local business can plug in. When is this projected to be uh, open? So the construction, construction I think, is set to begin in March. We've been doing a lot of they working working together, I guess. Uh, we've been uh, doing a lot of what I'll call uh, pre-site uh, work, um, soil testing, uh, water test wells, things of that nature, um, relocating roadways and renaming roadways and making plans to add turning lanes for these folks that are going to be coming in and out of the area. But I think that— um, um, your listeners will be able to see um, construction begin around the March timeframe. And then uh, it's Katie bar the doors, they say, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be a very fast uh, process. Um, they've already got uh, orders for the panels that will be produced at this factory. Wow. And so— uh, You think like two years? Or I, is it I, I think so. I think oh. so. I think uh, from what I've understood, um, anywhere from, the, you know, fourth quarter of 26 to first quarter of 27, um, I think is the target. And um, we'll be able to see all these wonderful things coming out of yeah. Iberia Parish and Acadiana to the world. It's awesome. Do you know on the engineering side for the students, is this a – they would get a four-year degree in engineering with a specialty in this? Or yeah, how, UL, how does that work? UL Lafayette, you may have seen uh, recent reports about UL Lafayette's solar farm and Dr. Terry yeah. Chambers and Dr. Mark Zappi, Dr. Ramesh Kolaru, and many others who have um, really invested in photovoltaic engineering, um, solar panel manufacturing. Um, that was, you know, a big attractant. Um, you know, Iberia Parish had the right site with the right workforce. Uh, UL Lafayette was produ- is producing the right workforce, especially in the engineering space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Way to go, Cajuns, on that R1 um, um, certification, Carnegie uh, certification. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really turning heads. And so uh, they were able to produce the volume and the number of engineers that will be necessary for a a facility like this. And so uh, really looking forward to seeing what uh, all that Cajun ingenuity is going to produce. I have a question before we get to the other announcements. I mean, this is a real game changer. Iberia, right? It is. It's it's a huge yeah. Advance you know, um, you. oil and gas is is king, and it will continue to be king. Uh, and we are just really happy that um, an area known as America's Energy Corridor can mm-hmm. add alternative energy and solar energy uh, to its portfolio. You know, you don't want to just like just like folks that talk about their stock portfolio. It's always great when you have a wide diversified 
portfolio of stocks. Same goes for economic development. You want to be diversified. You want to be uh, balanced. And I think while we continue to focus on all the ways that we can support oil and gas, these are just other ways that we can add to the mix and, uh, you know, make our economy even better and deeper and wider. Yeah. Wow. I'm just thinking about what it'll bring in to New Iberia in particular. Well, I can so tell close, you that. You know, new had, housing, right. new um, retail. Right. And, 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 uh, the sky's the limit, really. Mm-hmm. There, another great thing about a company like First Solar are the the other companies that want to locate near it. So I think that there are going to be great opportunities for all of the surrounding parishes uh, to help us build that ecosystem, mm-hmm. bring in new residents, um, uh, bring in additional residents, and um, you know take advantage of those quality mm-hmm. jobs that will be created. Yeah. You're from New Iberia, right? I am. Originally, my family's from the New Orleans area. You know, okay. Tarantino is not exactly that yeah. Cajun name that everyone <laughs> realizes, right? But I've uh, been, been here since the mid-'70s, married a local girl, and they let me stay. Yeah, so you're friends with here. Chris Rader. He was Absolutely. Chris, yeah. Chris, and, uh, Chris and I graduated from high school That's, uh, That must have been the a great time. high school. Yeah, it was so great. So many yeah, Chris is talented great. people from Well, here. I, appreciate, I appreciate you saying that. Chris— Chris, we're here at Raider Solutions today, yeah. and so Getting in it's, that plug. Is it, is, they call this the kingdom that Chris built. Is that how we're going <laughs> yeah, that that, to go? That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Former Piccadilly, now Chris Raider right. kingdom. And uh, no, beautiful. Chris is great, and the Raider family has been, you know, iconic in Iberia Parish, and so we're just so happy that they continue yeah. to invest in our yeah. area. We'll talk about some more. What other good news do you Well, have? I'll tell you, we've got, you know, staying on the energy front, um, Delta Biofuels um, uh, announced in the third quarter of last year, uh, they'll be investing $100 million in um, a bagasse pelletization plant. And so let me what just take that? a minute to explain that. B-A-G-A-S-S-E. I have your notes in front of me. Yeah. So if you go through Iberia Parish on Highway 90, you'll see one of the things that Iberia Parish is so well known for, where in addition to being the saltiest and the hottest parish, we're also the sweetest, right? So you can see sugarcane. You can see sugarcane as far as the eye can see. And so sugarcane in agriculture is so very important to Iberia Parish's economy. Um, we, you know, we, we think our farmers do a wonderful job as well as the sugar mills and things in Iberia Parish. And Sugar and uh, bagasse is the byproduct from the sugarcane harvesting process. So uh, sugarcane is harvested. Sugarcane is harvested uh, by, um, you know, a lot of hard work. It goes to the mills where the sugar is extracted. What's left? The stalk, the leaves, that's called bagasse. And so bagasse uh, has a function of its own. It used to clog the roadways, uh, but now uh, it can be, it's going to be turned into pellets and it can be burned for energy purposes itself. Wow. So you've heard of, you know, wood pellets that you might uh, use in your, in your grill. Uh, well, these are bagasse pellets, which are uh, going to be sold on the Asian <laughs> market uh, for, to replace coal. So uh, tons and tons of this stuff will be used to replace coal-burning uh, fuels in Asia. And so I'm just really excited that something that was considered to be just refuse yeah. and, and, a, and a byproduct is now going to be a major cash uh-huh. commodity for our area. So. Bag ass sounds like something else, doesn't it? It does. I can think of a name. It, it, that, it, yeah. it, it, it does. But, uh, That's no, bag so ass interesting. Is a, absolutely. And so $100 million will be uh, uh, invested in this facility. And they can just ship it out right from the port. They will. They'll ship it out from the port by, you know, barge, rail, truck, yeah. uh, and uh, 165 direct jobs and a few hundred indirect jobs too. And indirect jobs are people that might sell to it or uh, service 
visit or, mm -hmm. you know, in construction jobs, uh, things of that nature. So really uh, happy that Delta Biofuels is making that investment in our area. Their location, um, if you go down Highway 90, you'll see the construction starting at the Enterprise Sugar Mill, which is part of M.A. Patu and Sons, uh, the sugar producers there. Uh, looking forward to them uh, beginning their hiring process, which I understand will happen uh, in the beginning of 2024. Okay. No, there's uh, more. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, so uh, switch. So, Stan, you know, would been in the energy realm a little bit. Uh, uh, one more energy-related product uh, project I can tell you about. Uh, recent uh, news reports uh, announced that Fu a company named Fusion One will be producing uh, green hydrogen. Their plans are to produce green hydrogen at a facility at the Port of Iberia in. Mm -hmm in Iberia Parish. The Port of Iberia is a wonderful place. They, you know, with a lot of, they call it the Gulf Coast Cajun Connection. And it's, uh, the port's got a lot of great things going on. A lot of, they're doing a lot of hard work and things there. And uh, Fusion One will be a great addition to the business community there. Fusion One has uh, indicated that it'll be building a facility in the New Orleans area. And of course, one here in Acadiana. And we look forward to working mm -hmm. with them. When you say green energy, that right. is that? Green, green hydrogen. Hydrogen. Yeah, so they'll be producing. They'll be producing hydrogen from. It's my understanding that they'll be producing hydrogen from plastic waste. Mm -hmm. Maybe taking tires and other other items out of the waste stream and 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 creating hydrogen energy from it. People may hear about green hydrogen, white hydrogen, blue hydrogen. It's all part of the alternative energy sphere. Um, a lot of this is being fueled by things like uh, the Inflation Reduction Act and others that have come from the federal government level. And so just a lot of interest in our area. And uh, anyone who knows about solid waste knows that the more tires we can take out of our, uh, yeah. our, out of our refuse stream, the better. And so we're looking forward to seeing what, uh, what Fusion One will do um, as their facility comes together. You think they'll go to waste sites? and excavate? I certainly hope so. I and, uh, you know, we've, we're only at the beginning stages uh -huh. of the product, and uh, the project, excuse me. And I look forward to talking with the owners and the developers yeah. there to find out how we can help them do this more. This is like a win-win. It is. It really is. Yeah. And so uh, we're and we're just so excited that uh, those folks who really could be located anywhere are choosing yeah. Iberia Parish and Acadiana for that kind of investment. Mm -hmm. uh, so good stuff there. Um, switching back to, La to UL Lafayette, mm -hmm. um, we, in addition to a great engineering school. They also do spectacular research in the uh, pharmaceutical and uh, research space. And uh, the UL, Laf UL Lafayette has a New Iberia Research Center um, located, of course, in New Iberia at the airport. 9,000 primates are located at the New Iberia Research Center. They're doing cutting edge um, research. As a matter of fact, um, Pfizer's COVID vaccine was uh, a lot of that process was developed right there in New Iberia. Um, so we're very, we're very proud of that, of course. Do you go in there often? I, I serve on I serve on various committees there, so that I've had must the, be the pleasure. An of, experience. It is nine thousand. It is, and um, you know, there's only limited things I can say about that. But they, it's state of the art. Uh -huh. It's a it's a wonderful facility. Uh, follows all the rules and regulations that are that are necessary, and then some. But they're really doing some cutting edge research there, and some things that have really helped mankind in many many ways. And yeah. so. Um, you know, it's always been a dream of mine, economic development-wise, to keep more of that information that we learn at that research center here. I mean, in the past, that that information goes off to Boston and Indianapolis and other places where it gets developed further into drugs and vaccines and other pharmaceuticals. 
Well, we're working with ULF yet now to create a biosafety level three lab at the research center, and then to build a, ph- a biopharmaceutical manufacturing plant at um, uh, an innovation park that we're constructing now called Progress Point. And um, so we'll be able to run the gamut from okay. concept to cabinet, the way I put it, uh, where you know, you'll be able to take the idea of what might be a cutting edge treatment, let's say for cancer or for tuberculosis or other 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 things that are very important to our health, develop them all the way out and actually uh, manufacture those things here as well. These are, these are white collar jobs. These are jobs that pay on average of $110,000 to $120,000 a year. Uh, these are quality jobs. These are major pharma manufacturers who would be located here. That's a project that will be uh, headed up by UL Lafayette. And um, uh, my hat's off to them for the mm-hmm. cutting edge research that they do. Um, they're all in on innovation. And so this is another way of innovating uh, in that space. And we're just uh, pleased that they've chosen Iberia Parish and Progress Point for a lot of this investment. Um, I think somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 to 350 jobs and uh, many more indirect jobs. So these are good jobs that I think Mm -hmm. will uh, really be great for our community and great opportunities for all. I would just be I mean, going through the roof, I was here. I, this is so exciting. Yeah, I tell you. I mean, that like, with all sincerity, oh, and this I appreciate is huge that. I appreciate that. We're very yeah. blessed. You know, we're very blessed to have the kind of partnerships that we have. Again, um, Iberia Parish Government, UL Lafayette, the Iberia Parish Airport Authority, the Port of Iberia Board of Commissioners, the, the boards of uh, both of my organizations, the Iberia Industrial Development Foundation and the Iberia Economic Development Authority, everybody coming together. SLCC has mm-hmm. stepped up mm-hmm. to provide some wonderful workforce training. The Acadiana Planning Commission has stepped up and is providing some great uh, connections for certain funding initiatives to help us put in the infrastructure. So it really has been a team effort, mm-hmm. uh, and we're really just blessed to see it all all come together. So thank you for saying yeah. that. Yeah. And um, so that's you know that's a that's a big one. Um, aviation exteriors, right. yeah. otherwise known as AVEX. Uh, many folks may know of AVEX as that place at Acadiana Regional Airport where they paint planes. <laughs> and uh, we're talking about heavy jets. They do painting and decal for the entire FedEx fleet for um, American Airlines, many others, many, many major airlines and other providers. They do all the painting uh, and decaling there. They've also expanded into MRO or maintenance repair and overhaul work at uh, their facility in New Iberia as well. They'll be expanding their hangar, their hangar space to accommodate all the business that they're having. Um, it'll not only preserve the jobs they have, but they're always looking for good, technical, technically skilled people. Um, every time I talk to them, they're always looking for 80 more. I'm not sure the significance of the number 80, <laughs> but uh, but they're always looking for good folks. And um, AVEX is just a wonderful uh-huh. uh, business, with, and they made a lot of great investment. And they'll be expanding their footprint significantly uh, at the airport as well. So just really excited yeah. that we can um, – what I, I think – there are many reasons to be excited. The investment is huge. The jobs that the good quality jobs that will be created are huge. But I, one of the things I'm really excited about is the fact that it runs the gamut of a whole host of different industries. It's not right. just in one lane. Right. It really helps us to diversify in so many ways. And so uh, One Acadiana has been a great partner of ours. I, we really appreciate what they do and, you know, the expertise that they bring to the table as well. Because, you know, in order to, to, to make these projects successful with, you know, workforce and all of the training that goes with it. It's, you know, it's really going to take the entire Acadiana family to make it work. Mm-hmm. And it and it will, because uh, we've all, you know, just 
determined to see these things uh, come through and, and are so appreciative of the investment. Well, we all say we want our young people to stay here. We want people to move here, but, you know, we won't have that without opportunities like this. Absolutely. And so, you know, the other thing we had an opportunity to do when, when many of these folks come to town is we get an opportunity to show them uh, Acadiana's wonderful quality of living. Uh, you cannot beat you cannot beat Acadiana's culture. You cannot beat its music scene, its art scene. The fact that people really want to live here and really want to be there, be here, it shines through. Uh, and so, you know, hey, we're a great place for business investment, but guess what? Your employees are going to want to live here and uh, they're going to enjoy living here. They're going to enjoy the amenities here. They're going to enjoy the great schools here, the low crime rates here. Uh, just a whole lot of reasons to want to live here too. And that just really makes such a difference. And so when we when we tout this area, that's a big part of what makes us so attractive. Mm-hmm. Can you describe New Iberia for us? Like I right. always think downtown, like the main street, you right. know, because I had a friend uh, that had a beautiful home there, and I've been to some of the parades and all, but describe New Iberia in particular and maybe Iberia Parish after that. Well, you know, Iberia Parish and particularly New Iberia, Iberia comes from the Iberian Peninsula of Spain. So we're actually a small Spanish enclave, I guess you'd say, right in the middle of Cajun country. And so we've got our special, unique flair, uh, lots of um, lots of special, unique things. Uh, we've got an award-winning Great American Main Street award-winning downtown in New Iberia, uh, where all of our local events, the World Championship Gumbo Cook-Off oh, yeah. you mentioned, <laughs> the Louisiana Sugarcane Festival, which we celebrate, uh, the New Iberia Spanish Festival, which honors our Spanish heritage. Uh, and many others. It's located right along the banks of the Bayou Teche. Uh, mayor Freddie DeCourt, uh, the mayor of New Iberia, is doing a lot of projects right now right on the Bayou front. Um, we just recently um, completed a brand new boat landing called Felicity's Landing, which is there so people can access downtown activities, concerts and music events and mm-hmm. festivals from the Bayou, from the Bayou, from the waterfront. And so, uh, you know, we're very, we're very blessed to have that kind of waterfront downtown uh, that's so attractive to folks. And the mayor's doing a lot of great projects down there to encourage people to come. Farmers markets, there's a new stage area that's being built right at our steamboat pavilion that'll uh, host musical acts and, you know, other uh, reasons to come downtown. So a lot of great things happen. New, new Iberia's got a lot of spirit. Uh, it's that very, folks are very passionate about the community. Uh, there are events every day. Seems um, and so really fun opportunities. I, I should mention that in addition to being the uh, president and CEO of the Iberia Industrial Development Foundation, I'm also the executive director of the Iberia Tourist Commission. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So so yeah. So that's uh, so I get an opportunity to uh, to not only to uh, you know uh, tout the community as a great place for business investment. But I really also get an opportunity to tell people how much fun it is down yeah. there. You know, the home of Tabasco, Avery Island, the Tabasco General Store. There's a there's a whole Tabasco experience now that you can uh, visit in um, at uh, Avery Island. You could take a tour of the uh, of the the pepper factory, and you know, really get a feel for the history that goes behind things like that. We've got the oldest rice mill in North America in Conrico in Conrico Rice. Um, you know, we just recently unveiled the first international 
International French Bread Festival in Jenneret. Oh, that so, sounds good. Yeah, so just mm. a lot of reasons to French you know, to, Bread oh, Festival. Oh, Nobody's thought of that before. Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely right. And if you drive through Jenneret right now, you pass by Lejeune's French Bread. If that right, if that red light is on, pull over because that means they Yummy. have hot product. <laughs> All right. Telling you, but uh, no, it's it's really a great place to be and a great place to live. And more and more businesses and more and more visitors are finding out that every day. Thank you so much for asking. Well, yeah, I'm just you know yeah. I, I like it. I just yeah. um, I had a friend there that would it would pull me in, but yeah. I don't know if people from different towns think, well, let's just go drive to Niberia for the day. Well, There's you know, a lot to do. I tout, I'm a big tout. Look, everybody likes a good vacation. I also like to tout good staycation. Exactly. Right? So, you know, on a good weekend, you can you can reach just about every point of Acadiana in about 45 minutes. And so no matter what parish you you live in, within 45 minutes, you can find another parish mm-hmm. uh, that's got some really fun things to do. And so uh, Iberia Parish is one of those. We've got a lot of great parishes around. Lafayette's got a wonderful uh, convention in uh, Visitors Bureau mm-hmm. as well. Ben and his staff do a wonderful job here. And uh, just, you know, just a lot of great things to see and do. And we're happy we can be a yeah. part of the family. Well, if people want to know more, you were mentioning before we started recording right. that you do a podcast. Right. So tell us about your website and then how people can find the podcast yeah. where you share what's going on in yeah. Liberia. Thanks for asking. So we've got a couple of websites I'd encourage folks to check out. On the economic development side, uh, our website is www.iberiabiz.org. That's iberiabiz.org. And you can uh, learn all about our economy and the latest and greatest statistics and why Iberia Parish is a great place for you to consider locating your business. If you'd like to visit us and maybe stay a while in one of our wonderful bed and breakfasts or at a local hotel or even just come in for the day and have a hot bowl of gumbo during the October timeframe, I encourage you to check out www.iberiatravel.com. IberiaTravel.com, where you can learn about all the latest and greatest things going on, events, a whole event schedule, all of that. My podcast is uh, can be found. It's called The Mic Drop with Mike Tarantino and uh, me and my uh, my co-host, uh, Pat Bonin, who's a, a local small business owner in New Iberia, but also uh, from the Bonin radio family, which many folks here in Acadiana may remember. Uh, Pat and I do um, a, a monthly podcast called The Mic Drop, and it can be found on both Spotify and Podbean, and we hope you can check it out. We really appreciate uh, the opportunity to give Mm -hmm. that a little bit of a commercial today. You have such a great presentation. He hasn't had any notes either. I've got, I've got your notes. <laughs> Winging it here. <laughs> that you emailed me, and you hit everything you said you wanted to. I appreciate it. I want you to tell us, if you will, just a little bit about yourself, because when I heard you and Chris Rader were friends, I was right. thinking about his mutual friends like J.D. Regard and the Bobo, chief nut officer. Say uh, yes. oh, yeah, we absolutely. can't do a, a podcast. Iberia. Iberia. Absolutely. I know, but I mean, he's got a pie bar, right? He does. And Let me tell you, JD. Got to get that in. JD, I appreciate that. JD has done, has JD Regard, the chief nut officer of Cane River Pecan <laughs> Company, has done a great job of investing in uh, New Iberia's historic Main Street downtown area. He's created a pie bar concept. <laughs> That is just really second to none. I mean, they have they do their pecan business out of this uh, out of this facility, but they also have a really cool pie bar. It's and it's exactly 
what it is. It's it's all of, it's like the Hall of Pecans, right? You can go in there and have a really nice drink. You can have a really great slice of a uh, uh, really good pecan pie. Many folks in our area know of Gidry's Cake Shop, and you know there's their famous red velvet cakes. You can get a taste of that at a uh, Cane Rivers Pecan uh, oh. Pecan Pie Bar. Oh. And uh, on Fridays during during December, he's got uh, Friday nights. He's got music, and you could come and have a drink during a happy hour. And you know, it's just JD has created a really a real mm-hmm. destination down there, and I encourage folks from all over to come and check that out. JD, uh, JD, and Chris, and Bo Bolier, mm-hmm. and I all, you know, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Bo, yeah, Bo, it's like and Catholic uh, High connection. Uh, huh? This Catholic High New Iberia, go Panthers! We've, uh, <laughs> we've, uh, we really, and it's it's a really tight knit community there, and so we all know each other very uh-huh. well. But thanks for asking, and you know, just a wonderful place to be and a wonderful place to see. And I'm really happy that all of these folks have, you know, stayed in, in Acadiana and have continued to invest invest in Acadiana and continue to be here and be part of that fabric. Mm-hmm. And when you and when you go to high school with them, you know some stories and you say, wow, well, they actually stayed here and contributed. I know. <laughs> they didn't end up in jail. You know? <laughs> and I'm kidding. No, of course we're kidding. They're all great people. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, oh, but you know, we had a lot of fun back then. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you live in, in uh, New I live Iberia? In, I live in New Iberia. It's been, you know, uh, went to high school, of course, uh, in New Iberia. Uh, went to college at both LSU and ULF. Yeah, spent a little time in the Marine Corps. I'm a former Marine. And uh, came back and, uh, you know, married a local girl, uh, my, my wonderful wife, Sean. And we've got two wonderful boys, uh, Michael and Ben. And uh, we've really decided, you know, we had to make that decision way back. Where are we going to raise our yeah. kids and where are we going to be? And so happy we decided to stay right here in New Iberia and in Acadiana, and uh, we haven't missed a we haven't missed a beat, and uh, just blessed to live here yeah. and to be able to contribute. Yeah. Was there anything you thought I would ask that we haven't covered? Well, no, not really. I think you've done it. This has been an awesome experience and an awesome opportunity. And by the way, for those that don't get a chance to really see what's in here, they've got a wonderful studio oh, here. It's by the way, this is really nice, and you can see the, all the uh, wonderful uh, sites of the uh, yeah. wonderful oil center down yeah, here. It's a great Coolidge, facility. The old uh, former Piccadilly. Former Piccadilly. But it's I think been I, totally renovated. Absolutely, it's just a wonderful facility, and uh, really happy to be here. And you know, taking some notes. You know, my, my podcast <laughs> studio. I doesn't quite this nice, but it's really nice. And so really appreciate that and really appreciate the opportunity to talk about the wonderful things happening in Iberia Parish. We're blessed there, uh, government, uh, uh, private business, the public sector, working very closely together. We've got a great relationship with Iberia Parish President Larry Richard and all the mayors of uh, New Iberia, Generet, Lauraville, Delcom. Um, just just a really great opportunity. I should mention, too, uh, that Lauraville was recently awarded an uh, Acadian Odyssey Monument, um, which is one of few around the world that mark an official, the official place where Acadians landed in um, in Acadiana way back in the wow. day, and so this is a very, one of only two or three places in the world that, oh. that can tout this Acadian Odyssey monument, this Acadian Odyssey monument, and so we encourage folks to come and check it out. My hats off to Mayor Clifton and the folks in Lauraville for making that happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of great things about Iberia Parish, and I was so happy to be able to come and talk with you yeah. about those today. I'm, I'm excited about this. Um, yeah. Jason always takes notes, and I, I see you've been writing notes. Um, do you have any? Yeah, I've got a few. First of all, let's replug IberiaBiz.org, IberiaTravel.com, and the mic drop. Is that M-I-K-E or M-I-C? I'm going with M-I-K-E. It's the the mic drop. That's a Mike Tarantino. There you go. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, guys, go check that out, please. Uh, All right. First question. Yes. This airport, 
8,002 yes. feet. What's, yes. what's at the two feet? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, there are so few uh, runways in this country that can tout uh, that 8,000 feet. And okay. when you and when you put two feet onto the, it puts you in a different class of airport. Oh, okay. You know, when you're dealing with the with the FAA, they're very specific. Yeah. And, and so uh, different airports uh, – uh, uh, can accommodate dis- different size of aircraft, and so eight thousand two feet puts us in a in a in a at a certain class of airport, which is the same class as any international airport you might see in really? an urban area. So, okay, out in the rural areas of Iberia Parish, there's an urban grade runway, an urban grade airport that we're just so proud of, and it's a really great companion for Lafayette Regional Airport. The wonderful projects they've done here in Lafayette with a new terminal and mm-hmm. all of the great offerings that they have. I really believe that Lafayette Regional Airport and Acadiana Regional Airport, brothers and sisters in many ways, and very complementary. Um, they, they just really do the entire aviation industry in Acadiana just. So thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. When you said that, it means something. I'm it like, it I wanna, means something. And what is it? <laughs> um, for I love that all these these tech companies and these forward thinking companies are moving in. That is just it makes me so happy. It's awesome. How does that push government to kind of get infrastructure in place? Are we going to see? That kicking the gear a little bit more? Or? I, I tell you, infrastructure improvements, uh, infrastructure in general is the foundation for business growth. Um, I know some wonderful site selectors who uh, live by the, mon- by the mantra, no product, no project. And that product has everything to do with the right infrastructure. You've got to have the right site, but you've got to have the right roads, the right, right water, sewer, uh, natural gas utilities, drainage, the works. That's the bedrock on which a lot of these businesses are built. And so when you see these infrastructure projects around Acadiana, all of the new overpass projects and highway widening and um, all of the drainage projects and and roundabouts and things mm-hmm. that you see being built here in Acadiana, it really is what br- carries commerce in and carries that product out. And so um, every time I see infrastructure improvements happen, I smile because that's really the bedrock of what's happening. Uh, I can tell you, Iberia Parish and the city and all the cities have there've been a big focus on infrastructure. And I'm really happy to see, you know, our state uh, legislative delegation has done a tremendous job of bringing those resources uh, to the fore. Uh, you mentioned Representative Bo Bollier, mm-hmm. uh, now Senator-elect Blake Miguez is certainly there, Senator Frank Bill, Senator Brett Allen, uh, many others have, have come together from around Acadiana, uh, legislators from around Acadiana, too many to name here. But I want to thank all of them for their uh, hard work uh, in Baton Rouge to bring those resources back here to Acadiana. It's just been incredibly uh, important and continues to keep us on the radar. That's fantastic. And and along that same line, I would imagine other businesses supporting businesses or even just restaurants and coffee shops, not only will they get a boost, but we'll probably see more of them as well, thus bringing more tourism and more attraction. So just talk about that for maybe a second. Yeah, absolutely. Great investment opportunities, not just investment opportunities, but a lot of interest. You know, the phone really, since, especially since this first solar announcement, there's been a lot of, of, of interest from commercial developers and building restaurants and shops and stores and hotel space and all of the things that all the amenities that go with supporting these wonderful jobs. And so it's going to give small businesses across Acadiana, a real opportunity to expand a real opportunity to plug in and a real opportunity to make a wonderful profit and to continue to contribute to the region like they always do. Man, this is so exciting. Yeah. Very excited. I'm very excited. Giddy, to tell you (laughs) the truth. I bet. (laughs) All right. So I have two podcast hosts in front of me and we were talking podcasting ahead of time. Right. 
What was the biggest challenge for you uh, getting into podcasting and, and even continuing to grow it? And really, I can ask both of you guys. I mean, I think you both have some insight. Absolutely. Jay? We were talking before um, recording. I think the biggest challenge is getting over yourself. Like, just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Zach Barker, I'd mentioned to Mike, um, Zach coached me, and he said, Jan, just build content, build content. I was worried about what my logo looked like and, you know, thinking like a lawyer too, all these details. And he said, just start recording, get get your interviews going. And I grew through that process. And I've been very fortunate to have your support, Jason and, oh, and Chris Rader. But I think it was just, you, you just have to start, right? Because I, I had, I just had it in my heart to I tell agree. stories about Lafayette and our region. I just wanted to share the good news because I was tired of people denigrating. I, I wanted to share I, it. I totally agree. You know, you know, uh, my, one of my main goals as an economic developer was to do my part to help grow an area where my kids, as they grew, would have no reason to want to leave, mm-hmm. you know, where they'd have opportunities to stay and grow. One of the big challenges of starting a podcast, though, and, and I'm, I think I'm doing a pretty good job of it now, I'm coming an animated guy, and, and not <laughs> banging on the table or not or hitting the microphone was the biggest challenge. But once I learned to keep my hands to myself— uh, it's uh, it's just a matter of getting out there, having confidence, mm-hmm. uh, speaking as clearly as you can, and you know, trying to create content that people want to listen to. You know, I think uh, people in Acadiana are so passionate about growth in the community. What's new? What's coming around the corner? What can mm-hmm. we expect? What can we look forward to? Uh, and this is just another venue that we've got a lot of great media in our market, uh, but this is just another venue where we can get the good word out. And when we've got a challenge or two, we can clearly articulate what we need to do to come together to continue to move forward. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm just very optimistic about Iberia Parish and Acadiana. I think that if we really have the opportunity to articulate what our needs are, then people will get behind it. No matter what, yeah. no matter what our disagreements might be, in the end, we'll all get behind growth and prosperity for mm-hmm. our area. Fantastic. And I think one thing that we kind of talked about, too, about doing podcasts, or really any endeavor, is having some good people around you. Some people that are going to help you and support you. If, mm-hmm. you know, Jan relies on me to mix this, but I rely on Chris Rader to give me the infrastructure, and then he in yeah. turn, listeners and clients, like it really takes a group of good people that you can trust. Yeah. And look, I, they're totally right. And Jason, I just want to thank you. I mean, look at, I mean, I don't, so folks so can't see it, but there here. are sound boards and computer screens and lights everywhere. You know, uh, Liz Mooney does a lot of the background work for me uh, in Iberia Parish for the mic drop. These shows could not happen without the folks behind mm-hmm. the scenes who are working very hard. And I want to thank Jan. Look, Jan has done, Jan, you've done an excellent job of getting the word out about discovering Lafayette. And I just really appreciate the fact that we're all in this together, that mm-hmm. we're all working together, and that we're really sharing what, some, what sometimes can be a, the world's best kept secret, just a wonderful place that Katiana is. Right. Uh, and uh, just really been a pleasure yeah. to be on the show with you. I think we're interdependent. Mm-hmm. We all need to do well if anyone's going to do well. And, you know, I ran for office this year. I called on a lot of people, and so many people from New Iberia work here. That may change with all these new jobs well, that are opening it's amazing. up. But, um, no, it's I tell you, there's a big crew right, here every right, day right. from Iberia. Well, we tell we tell folks there's a there's a certain uh, interchange in Iberia Parish right there on Highway 90. The traffic count is 126,000 vehicles <gasps> per day across this one point. And somebody asked me about that traffic one day, and I said, I tell you what, we can't pull these folks over, but 
I can guarantee you these folks are all from all over Acadiana. Our parishes, this is really a commuting region. The Our parishes share workforce. We share mm-hmm. re, uh, shoppers. We share commerce. We share so many things. We share relatives in many cases. And so we just, we just are really all part of uh, one big family. And so just so happy that we can, that we can, you know, talk like that and be together and, and show that united front that's so necessary. That's, well said. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah. All right. So for everybody listening, go check out the mic drop. Mike, thank you for being here, man. This My has been pleasure. fantastic. I've, I love it. I've had such a wonderful time. And folks, thank you all for continuing to listen to this show as well. Wonderful job these folks do for you every day. Well, you're doing my closing for me. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. So, thank you, Jan. I, I always appreciate thank you, the, Jason. the great guest and getting a chance to ask questions. Yeah, this has been a week. We're taping ahead for the holidays, and we have just had a good week. It's been, been oh, it's been a, I haven't had fun. to go to my, my desk all week long. It's been great. <laughs> Chris is going to get on me about this. <laughs> so thank you for listening to this. Discover Lafayette. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can get Discover Lafayette wherever you get your podcast. We also have a website, discoverlafayette.net. I've done over 360 interviews over the past six and a half years. Wow. Congratulations. That's wonderful. Yeah. It comes out every Friday, as as long as I'm on time, (laughs) getting getting things going. But um, please check it out. And thank you for listening and, and happy holidays. On behalf of Discover Lafayette, this is Jan Swift. 